the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, hello, it's Crystal with another episode of Life Inspired. And today, oh, you don't want to go anywhere. It's going to be a fun subject. But first, I want to introduce our guest. First, we have Sue Wilson. Sue, thank you so much for coming on. This was a surprise today, but I promise you, you're going to have a whole lot to say about it. So yeah, you know, us. you didn't even tell me what the subject was. <laughs> I'm still not going to tell you, but uh, we'd love to hear a little bit more about you. Tell the folks who you are. I'm currently the marketing and promotions director, and I'll add events to that because we do a lot of them here at Salem Media Group. And I've been in radio broadcasting as a career for 30 something years. Uh-huh. So you got <laughs> now the two young ladies that are with us actually work in our promotions department, mm-hmm. Jeanette and Emma. So either one of you, just tell us a little bit about you. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Jeanette. I'm Jeanette. So I work here as a sales assistant, events and promotions assistant, and receptionist. So a lot of different hats on. I love Emma. She's the one who actually got me the job here. <laughs> and so I feel like we're two peas in a pod. So I'm really excited to be here and I'm excited for Sue to hear what we're talking about Absolutely. Today. <laughs> it's going to be so much fun. Okay, Emma. Hello, my name is Emma. I work here as the promotions coordinator. So I help with events and things with Sue, directly with Sue and with Jeanette. So yeah, I've been working here for about maybe two years. Yeah, so, I was going to say at least yeah, two years. Yeah, yeah, two years now. And it's been a beautiful ride. And I'm I'm so excited to to talk about what we're talking about. Today. Absolutely. Okay. So I know everybody's like, well, what are we going to be talking about? We are going to be talking about dating in the 21st century and how it differs from when you and I <clears throat> dated. We don't tell them how long ago that was. But what really got me interested in this was how these young people are going about it today, using apps. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even know where to begin, but I got to watch Jeanette and how it all works out. And Jeanette, it was so cool. We actually picked some of the same people as I was looking at her profile because, you know, I, of course, don't have a profile because I'm married and so are you. Get excited. But I, I just feel like our audience, you know, this would be something that they would truly enjoy to hear from first time daters because mm-hmm. honestly, they're a little bit younger than us. Not much, though. No. Not much. Not much. Not much. <laughs> so, so Jeanette and Emma, we'll start with Jeanette. You are actually going on a date tonight. I am. And tell us how that all came to be, and uh, when did you start using the app? Oh my gosh, I literally just started using the app a week ago. <laughs> I've never, I've always kind of had a stigma against dating apps, not wanting to use it. You know, I like dating, meeting people in person, organic, but it was actually my friends that peer pressured me. (laughs) So all five of us (laughs) in our friend group, we downloaded Hinge together. And so the goal is to go on six dates in two months. And I was kind of shocked because the first guy I went out with 
we really hit it off. And so we have two more dates planned. And she's hitting, ah! she doesn't want to do, she yeah, doesn't want to do any more of the dates. But you did go on a second date. I did. And that kind of confirmed that you still like number one yes. the best. Yes. So are you going to go forward with the other, how many, four more dates? Yes. You well, are. I'm hoping it goes well tonight and it'll be with the same person. Uh-huh. But... Hinge is weird. <laughs> I had a couple mental breakdowns, to be honest, because it's so stressful when you're talking to these people. And the problem was, too, is I was doing it with my friends. So we were all together. <laughs> and so some of my favorite guys I was talking to ended up giving roses to one of my best friends. So then it hurt my feelings. And <laughs> oh, that is interesting. Sure. That is. Interesting. So, okay. So we're going to back it up just a little bit because first of all, I had never heard of hinge. Mm-hmm. I've heard of Christian mingle. mingle. And yes. I think there's some other ones, but obviously since I'm married, I'm not in that realm. So this is educational to me as well. So tell us about the rose in the app and what yes. that symbolizes and how how it's used. Yes. So like the bachelor bachelorette. Right. Yeah. yeah, it feels like that. So with Hinge, if you have the free version, <laughs> which is what I have, you only get eight likes a day. So you can only like eight people and then you get one rose a week. So you send your rose to someone that really stands out to you. So it hopefully starts a conversation where maybe if you just sent a like you'd get buried so the rose is important which is why it hurt my feelings when uh the rose was being sent to one of my best friends (laughs) not me (laughs) now if the rose is reciprocated does that mean that you're going to go on a date or does that mean that you both agree to have a conversation and then the date yeah so you can see who likes you and so the rose goes to the top So then you either like them back and then that creates a match and they get sent to kind of like a text chat. (laughs) Yeah. When do you start talking? So you have to like each other, Mm -hmm. create a match, Mm -hmm. and then you start talking to each other. Okay. And so I kind of like waiting to see if the guy will message first (laughs) because I like being pursued not gonna lie i love that she does have some you know yeah some yeah. little morals i'm just messing <laughs> yeah morals on the app <laughs> morals on the app emma have you used this app uh, as of yet Are- i have not i'm gonna be honest i feel like with my personality i would not do well with dating apps just because of the way i work the way i think i can get a little a little obsessive over instances with guys or anything like that and so when i'm genuinely interested in someone it's hard for me to i guess separate the real from the unreal so if i'm with them and then i genuinely have conversations and things like that i can put that and go okay this is real Mm -hmm. but if it's over text if it's over an online thing i get very mixed up and like is this actually am i feeling this am i just imagining or daydreaming about it so that's honestly that would be kind of hard for me but i i admire jeanette's (laughs) ability to just really go in and genuinely try to find these connections and to have found one so soon because of the way she put her bio because of the way she put herself out there upholding her morals upholding what she believes and showing it in her bio mm. has helped her to find someone genuine it's and like a screening she, process exactly and absolutely. Yeah. the way what's good about yeah. the apps yeah is, 
you know, you're assuming everyone's truthful. But if you're saying, mm-hmm. this is important to me, my faith, you, these are my standards, someone who is not interested in that, if you're strictly on a Christian dating site, then you right. kind of make right. that assumption. Yeah. But if it's a general dating site, Match.com or, or, or the millions Whatever it is, exactly. <laughs> um, you, you would want to put that out. And I would think people wouldn't even... Guys wouldn't even start with the process of liking and setting a rose Absolutely. if they weren't also mm-hmm. Christians. And, and I'll be so. honest, I was being a little nosy. <laughs> I, I asked Jeanette, she didn't want to show me. I was like, come on, come on. It's just me. It's Auntie Crystal. OK, <laughs> let me see. I want to see who you like. OK. Yeah. And I will say that the young men that she attracted, I had the same faith. But what I loved and she's a smart girl. Let's just be clear. She was like, oh. He said the same thing that this person said. So some of them may be cutting and pasting. Yeah. So you really do have to be careful. And Emma, I'm going to say to you, you are old school. I'm going to give you the old <laughs> I'm, school I'm, trophy. Yeah, I'm I a little love old it. <laughs> so let me ask you, have you started dating? I had a boyfriend when I was 18. I'm 23 now. Okay. Uh, I haven't been on a date since we were together for eight months. I've been interested, genuinely interested in a few guys since then, but I'm pretty settled and content where I am. So I don't feel like I need to seek that out. At least not right now. Yeah. But when you are ready, what do you do? How do you go about in today's society finding the person that will be the person that you want to be with? Well, honestly, I I believe that's all up to Providence for me. <laughs> I think that if I'm supposed to be with a good godly man that I don't I don't think he's just going to fall into my lap. Obviously, I'm, I there's going to need to be some effort put in. <laughs> but I do believe that if I'm supposed to be with someone, it will be made clear in God's timing. So I'm not honestly very worried about how it's going to happen so that the scripture that comes to my mind is he that findeth the wife findeth the good thing Mm -hmm. so you just making sure that you are ready because you are the good thing right yeah pretty much get excited i try sue when you and i were growing up what do you think stands out the most about the difference between dating today and what our young people are confronted with and how we went about it. Well, certainly we did it pre-internet. However, <laughs> I had the experience that you may not have had and that I lost my husband. So I was thrown oh. back out into the dating world. Wow. In 2002 or three. I mean, I wasn't ready for a year plus to even think about it after yeah. Phil died. But I was 42. Mm. I had... Um, a 10 and 12 year old. I kept thinking, how do you meet somebody? How did I do it back then? <laughs> right. But I met my husband at work. And that's a number one place, you know, and now with yes. all the HR rules that are out there, <laughs> you got to be so careful. But that's where you spend all your time. And that's I'm in so the radio true. business. He worked for the country station. I worked for the rock station and a mm-hmm. little bit country, a little bit rock and roll, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and I so we it. ended up so, but that's where you met people. And then you'd hear well, go to the grocery store. There were even promotions we had back pre-internet where singles night at the grocery store. Oh, we're oh like, uh, the guys were always said, go alone and a woman will feel sorry for you. Oh, and you'll meet in the produce style like a romantic comedy movie. I don't know how many years ago it was, but Costco was ranked one of the top places for seniors or for folks to go yeah. to. And it was like a, a mingle. Mingle at Costco. Oh, oh yeah. They, they actually have Costco. weddings. They have yeah. weddings at Costco. Oh, people met. 
out in the aisles. I'm telling you, it's a real thing. It is. We okay. Used to, they do promotions. And, <laughs> and, and, but other places for us, too, back then was bars and stuff. And you don't want to meet no, someone at no. a bar. But, right. but where do single people go pre-internet? Well, for me... I met church, my obviously. husband at church. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was at my cousin's 25th wedding anniversary. He was in his dress blue uniform. I got there late because I almost wasn't going to go. But I was like, I'm going to hear about it if I don't go to this wedding. <laughs> A man in uniform. And yes, honey. And that was this is what's so hilarious is that I didn't even see his face. I just saw him walking my cousin down the aisle because she had kind of adopted him as a play son. And he'd flown in from Pensacola, Florida, to walk beside her for her 25th wedding anniversary. Mm-hmm. And all I saw was that dress blue uniform. And I just <laughs> I just went, huh? And so uh, when we got to the reception, I looked at him. I was like, oh, he's not bad looking at all. So I told my cousin, I was like, y'all have to introduce me to him. Well, they had all grown up with him. Yeah. They knew him. And so they I knew he was didn't. A good guy. Yeah. He gave you his references. Oh, it was yeah, hilarious. Because, wait a minute. This is so funny because. He got up to leave and he was just going to the men's restroom. Um, But I followed. I followed. And I was just kind of standing in the lobby area of the church waiting for him to come out. Just cheesing from ear to ear. Now, mind you, I had just had surgery. I had thyroid cancer. So I still had like the scar and the and the stitches and everything. But when he came out, you know, I just could imagine what he was thinking. Here's this girl that's just staring at me, just smiling and cheesing. And my family was like, you like Steve? And I was like, yes. (laughs) Wait a minute, Steve. I thought your husband's name was Ron. Well, okay, that's a good point. (laughs) Right, 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 right. Who is Steve? So my family calls my husband Steve. They've been knowing him you well, know, is it his middle in high name school. It's his middle name. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Because because oh, he's a, a yeah, right, right, right. Because he's a junior. So oh, okay. instead of calling him Ronald, they called him Steve. God but nice. it's so funny because when he introduced himself to me, he introduced himself as Ron oh. Thornton. Uh-oh. So there you go. <laughs> Get excited. So, of course, I had one of my cousins that I really, really, really liked and respected. And I said, I need you to try to figure out a way for me to get over to Carol's house after the wedding. That was the bride so that I could maybe get to know him a little bit better. Right. And she was like, you like Steve? And I was like, yes. <laughs> That's what I'm So saying. I said, but when you go and introduce him to me, because I wanted to be formally introduced. Yeah. I said, just, you know, be cool about it. Well, of course, she gets out there and she goes, Steve, you don't like Crystal? What's wrong with you? (laughs) You're like totally mortified. But anyway, long story short, we ended up dating and it's been 32 years of marriage. So get excited. Well, you know, I think what was different back with us, too. And here was the thing. The pool is small. It's your church. Yeah. You know, you're like, I mean, they're all very nice. Yeah. But how do you? You're too close. Too close for comfort. Yeah. So, you do have to start expanding, you know, certain pools that you're in. You're a grocery store. You got to go across the, the city to another grocery store. Yeah. All the places. And yeah, the, the, it was just more limited because. Mm-hmm. And then when you get out into the working world, you're working every day. So I think that when I started dating again and people, somebody talked me into the mat, it was match.com. Okay. When I became okay. single again once yes. I was widowed. 
and it was we- it was a weird experience. And that's a whole different thing because when you're in your forties, it's like you meet someone they've either been married or right. know, never been married, and you wonder why mm-hmm. and they're married and divorced. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, they've got really young kids, and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't want to, you know, that. I yeah. don't want to raise yours and mine. Right. I mean, you you know, I kind of felt all, like I was being yeah. you know selfish, but it would be like, and you have two kids, and they're two and four. Look at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. But I went through that process and dated a lot of people. And yeah. You find out who you, I think in the dating process, it's all about what you don't want. You know what you want. Right. You want him to be, you know, handsome and, you know, responsible and funny. Yeah. And caring, a, a man all of the faith things, or, yeah. what, you know, whatever your list is. And somebody might fit all those. But then it's like, you know what you want. You just got to figure out. Your deal breakers, what you don't want. Exactly. Now, they're all wonderful and all these, but they do this. Or yeah. That. I'm not sure about that. Yeah. Or, you know. On paper, right? Yeah. I have a question for both of you. Do you have any questions for us concerning dating or anything that we might be able to give you some wisdom about? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me ask you, what advice would you give? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you value in your marriage that yes. you're like, you should look for this? Okay, well, yeah. I would say, first of all, take your time. Mm-hmm. Take your time. I was 25. I felt like 25 was almost uh, an old maid. Like, if I don't get married. <laughs> I was 28 when I got Yeah, married. I was like, if I don't ever get married, I'm not going to be, you know. I say, wait, until you're going to be three. old. <laughs> I, I totally agree. Oh, give me a, give me a, a high five on that. I would say enjoy yourself, have fun, um, know your worth, mm-hmm. and understand that you are priceless. Mm-hmm. Don't give anything away. That's yeah. all I'm saying. I said, we're going to keep this clean and family friendly. <laughs> yeah. yes. But 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 what I would say is have fun, take your time, and get to know yourself so that you know mm-hmm. what it is that you value, what you're willing to live with, because you're not going to find somebody that's perfect. That's mm-hmm. for sure. And marriage is work. It takes work to to get there, and it takes work to keep it. And that is for sure. So um, I hope that that's helpful because we could talk about that all day. Do you have something you'd like yeah, to add? Yeah, I've said to my girls, I have two daughters, and I've said to my girls, I think it's important to go through all the seasons. Um, mm-hmm. And I say four seasons, and mm-hmm. yeah, you do mean winter, spring, summer, and fall. But honestly. One full year of being with someone, you see how they celebrate birthdays. You might be a person who your love language is gifts. You give gifts, yep. you want gifts. Yep. Yep. They came from someone that that is an important thought. They give right. gifts of service. Mm-hmm. So go through birthdays, weddings, anniversaries, uh, Christmas, you know, all the you know Easter. Go through all the seasons and see how they live their life and celebrate their their things because it might be different than yours. Appreciate their family traditions and yes. yours. So you know you can date someone and feel like you really know them after three months and it's a lot of infatuation. Mm-hmm. But oh, so in good. six months, the, yeah. the truth starts. Both of your not so fabulous attributes of yes. personality <laughs> come back only <laughs> through time. Oh, and so and, a year is a yes. good my barometer. I love that. And the other thing is how they treat their mother mm-hmm. yes. 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 and servers and yes. waitresses and yes. waiters yes, yes, yes. And but how they treat yeah. their mama honey yeah. if that if they don't treat their mother well or their sibling yeah. or yeah, yeah. yeah. i don't Sister. just get get out out the kitchen <laughs> right there um I, oh this is so how good how they handle anger how they handle absolutely stress yeah. um and disappointment yeah. and how they treat you when they're really stressed how they treat others when they're really stressed mm-hmm. M- you know managing those kind of situations 
you got to see someone when they're really in a challenging situation because right. you're going to be in challenging situations yes as, as yeah. partners we talk so much about what we want in the other person mm-hmm. working on yourself Amen. yes yeah. because when yeah. when i talked about you know he that findeth a wife findeth a good thing you have to present yourself in a way that you're willing to keep up not just to get the spouse but also to keep the spouse what is important to you what are your love languages do you even know what they are Mm -hmm. you know so getting to know you and that's why it's so important to take your time and boy where were you you know 32 years ago Mm -hmm. because man that was some good advice (laughs) about the seasons i really i agree because it's just if they are not committed to taking time for you if they're not committed to taking time with you to know you more then you shouldn't be with them Mm -hmm. it's not it's about commitment no matter how long you're with them if they're not committed to knowing you more over time then it's it's somewhat pointless because you you can't actually know them unless you're willing to take time and be committed i like what you said crystal about um you know, be willing to do it yourself because we're all a little bit. What do I want? What do I? And, and right, right, right. And it's true. Yeah. You have to look at the other person when you are willing, not necessarily to put someone's happiness in front of yours. Right. But when you are willing to put their happiness at least equivalent. When when my priority is to make Tim as happy mm. as I am. By you the know? way, they are the cutest couple <laughs> on are. the planet. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> He is a cupcake. Um, but yeah, and and the fact that, you know, both of us had the experience of being widowed when we found each other. I yeah. never did. I think I find love once, let alone mm. twice. I've been so blessed. I asked my sister who got married at 18 to her high school sweetheart, mm. had five kids. Wow. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, and they're still together and celebrating, going to be celebrating the 50th anniversary. What is wow. the secret to your marriage and high school and all right, you right. the rules? Nobody thought it would work. <laughs> And, you know, she's like acceptance, mm. you know, just really just acceptance because you there are things nobody fits like a glove. No, there's going to be things I mean, we've all got faults. So accepting. Yeah. And and we all will go through seasons. One of the things my mother always said and my grandmother was never go to bed angry. Mm-hmm. Try to, you know, regardless of what goes on. And, and that's not just in marriage, but that's even while you're in a relationship with someone. If it gets to the point where you're serious, never go to bed angry. Although if you've been fighting all night, at some point you need it. <laughs> and then get in this stuff. Look, look, look. Prayer is powerful. That's all I'm going to say. Get excited. Prayer works. This has been so great. I mean, we could talk about this. Oh, oh absolutely. No. Forever. All day. I, I love talking about dating with Emma because we're very similar in, I think, how intentional we are. And so... This is a very new experience because even just not even that long ago, we were talking about how we would yeah. never use dating apps. <laughs> and here I am using yes. a dating app. <laughs> the one thing that came to my mind was safety. That's the first thing that I think of when I think of these dating apps. Call somebody when you're going to go meet. Yeah. No, right, yeah, I right, send right, right, my right. location to yeah. my friends. They all know where I am. Yeah. So, yeah, you definitely have to be smart. My grandma keeps sending me articles of, like, murderers. <laughs> of she's like, and, don't do she's it. She's like, be careful. This is where I think the arranged marriages, my son's 17, he's not dating yet, but I I think I'm all about the arranged marriages. That's all I'm saying. I mean, when they talk about highly recommending somebody, that's how it works. It's like, 
everybody knows him. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, that us. is a good. It's yeah. again. I think that can still exist. Oh, yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, yeah. Emma. I met somebody and they had. They remind. Me, <laughs> I'd love to introduce you. Yeah. You know? I mean, when Harry met Sally, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you all so much for being on this podcast with me. You inspired me. So I think that we hit our goal right there. You know, I don't have a, a dating site for you if you're listening, but I'm so glad that you listened. And thank you all so much for being here. Until next time, I'm Crystal with Life Inspired. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.